This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. And today, uh, every Wednesday, Hilchot Priyat Torah with Harav Ya'ir Khan. In today's year, we're going to discuss the brachos on Kriyat Torah, uh, but we're going to start with the point that we began last week. Last week, we discussed uh, Kriyat Torah from a Sefer Shiesh Botos, a Sefer that one found a mistake. And therefore, the Sefer Torah becomes puzzle. And to what extent can you read from that Sefer Torah or not? And uh, we saw that according to the Shulchan Aruch, in the Simon Kufnam Gimel Sevdalid Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Im Tzatot Sefer Torah Bishat Kriya, if you found a mistake while you were reading in, in the middle of, of an Aliyah, Motzim Sefer Torah Acheret Umatchilim Makom Shem Tzatot, you stop in the middle of the Aliyah, you take out another Sefer, and you continue reading. And then you complete, uh, you know, if you add three aliyahs on a Shabbos with a mistaken Sefer Torah, you'll, you'll have to have another four because you need a, you need uh, a total amount of seven aliyahs on a Shabbos. That was the case I was talking about where you found a mistake in the middle of an aliyah, you stop dead in your tracks, you take out another Sefer Torah, you don't make a bracha achrona on the previous Sefer Torah, you don't make a bracha rishona on the new Sefer Torah, you simply continue the aliyah, uh, and you make a bracha ashen asalanu at the end. The Ramah argues on the Mechaber, um, and he writes, V'im kfar karu imo gimel psukim, lahafsik, If you read three psukim, you can make a stop here, you know, you can, you can make a new aliyah, a hosafa over here, you stop and you make a bracha on the Sefer Torah, on, on the Aliyah that you already had, even though it was read from a Puzzle Sefer Torah. And then what you do, you take out a new Sefer Torah, and you read seven Aliyahs from the new Sefer Torah, and you don't, you don't count those Aliyahs which you read from the old Sefer Torah. So it doesn't say that you have to start from the beginning of the parsha, but you're going to have to make a lot of Hasafas in order to get the seven Aliyahs. That's the Psak of the Ramah. Uh, we don't usually pass like the Ramah regarding this, but that's the machlokas between the Machaber and the Ramah. In other words, according to the Machaber, if you find a mistake in the middle of an Aliyah, you stop, you bring out a kosher Sefer Torah, you don't make, on that kosher Sefer Torah, you don't make a new Bracha Rishona, and you make a Bracha Achrona at the end. So you're just quiet, and you don't make a Hefzik, you know, and, and, and you bring out a new Sefer Torah, and you continue. And then you continue reading, and you're allowed to count those Aliyahs which you read from the Sefer Torah that was possible. Uh, well, according to the Ramah, he argues on two things. Regarding the din that you can make a bracha achrona on the Pasal Sefer Torah, he's more mekel than, than a mechaber. However, he refuses to count those aliyahs which you, which you read from the Sefer Torah Pasal, and he requires that you have seven aliyahs from the Sefer Torah Kasher. So that's the machlokas between the mechaber and between the Ramah. Now, in last week's year, we mentioned that Rav Salvechik explained that according to the mechaber, basically... The, uh, the Kriya that you read from the Sefer Torah Puzzle was basically good because although a Sefer Torah that's Puzzle lacks Kedusha Sefer Torah because it's not complete, it's missing in Os Achas, not every Os was written Kitikuna and therefore it lacks the Kedusha Sefer Torah which requires completeness. Nevertheless, it has a din of Kriya Mikesri Kodesh, And since it was Kriya Mikesri Kodesh, basically you were Yotze, the din of Kriya Satora. However, the Halacha of Birchas Torah requires that you make a bracha 
on, a, on, on something which has Kedusha Sefer Torah, because Birchas Torah is a function of the special din of Kavo that you have to have for a Sefer Torah, and it doesn't apply to all Kisvei HaKodesh. <coughs> and therefore, according to the Rambam, um, the Rambam says that you don't make a bracha, you can't make a bracha on a Sefer Torah, which is possible, but nevertheless, you can read. It is possible, but you to read from a Sefer Torah that's possible, you shouldn't make a bracha. And therefore, according to the Rav, according to the Machabra, what you do is you stop, you don't make a bracha achrona on the Sefer, which is possible, you bring out a new Sefer Torah, and on the new Sefer Torah you make the, you will make the bracha achrona. The bracha rishona that you made on the Sefer when you thought it was kosher, at that time you, you were being machabe the Sefer Torah that was kosher in your mind, because you didn't know that it was possible, and therefore you don't have to repeat the bracha, the bracha rishona, but as far as the, the alios, you don't have to repeat. <coughs> The Ramah seems to have an opposite opinion of the Mechaber. On the one hand, he allows you to make a bracha on the Sefer Apostle, but on the other hand, he doesn't count those aliyahs which you read from the Sefer Torah as Kriya. So he seems to be saying that you can be Mavarech, but you can't be Kore. Uh, is this in fact true? Is something that we're going to have to uh, explore. <coughs> the Shita of the, of the Ramah is based partially on a Mordechai, Mordechai is found in uh, Masechet Megillah, and he writes that Kevan de Mekzata Ketuva Ketikon Chachamim Kesheira VeKarinan Be BeSefer Vein Kan Ism Yishum Dvarim Shubachtav Iatarishar LaOmen Balper. So the Mordechai begins with a point that we mentioned last week: if the Sefer Torah is missing, <coughs> since on the whole it was written, it was written BeKashrus. So even though it doesn't have Kedusha Sefer Torah, but it does have a din of Sefer. And if it has a din of a Sefer, then it's considered Kriya Mitoch Aksav. And therefore there's no problem with Dvarim Shevach Sav, Omrim Baal Peh. However, when you get up to the part that's missing, if you were read now, you would be, it would be considered reading it Baal Peh. Because that part is not written. So let's say you're missing a letter or missing a word. And then you would continue reading what you read till now, even though it didn't have Kedusha Sefer Torah, but it was Kriya Mikisya Kodesh. But if you're going to read now a word, Baal Peh, that doesn't exist, that already would be uh, what, what would be considered Kriya Baal Peh. And Dvam Shavachsav Yatar Shayla Umbram Baal Peh. So what the Mordechai says is that if you are in the middle of an Aliyah and you find the Tos in the Sefer Torah, a missing word, a missing letter, or a letter that's puzzled, therefore it's considered missing. Um, if you would read, if you can stop at this point, let's say you already read three psukim and you can stop and make a hosafa, you should stop and make a bracha achrona. That's how the Machaber paskins. <coughs> I mean, I'm sorry, that's how the Ramah paskins. And then he continues to say, and if you can stop at this point, let's say you read only two psukim, <coughs> and you can't make a hosafa at this point, what you should do is read another pasuk ba'al peh, and then make a bracha achrona on what you've read. But he doesn't allow you to do what the Mechaber suggests, to stop in the middle, take out a new Sefer Torah, continue and then make a bracha achrona. Uh, regarding this issue, he quotes Gemara in Yoma, that says that the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, when he used to read, so he would read from Achrimos, and he would, he would read from Parshas Emor, and then he would take another Sefer 
and you would read from Pinchas, from Chumash HaPkudim, from Pinchas, to read the Musaf that you had in Yom Kippur. And that he would read Baal Peh. That was to, to be Golel, from Achrei Mos to Emor is not that much. And therefore he would read from, he would start in Achrei Mos, he would be Golel to Emor, and he would continue that same Aliyah. But then, Bamidbar, to get to Pinchas, that's already to be Golel too much, and that you can't do. And therefore he would close it and we'd read Baal Peh. And the question is, why not take out a new Sefer Torah? So the Gemara has two different suggestions. One suggestion is Mishim Pagavo Shalrishon. If you take out a new Sefer Torah in the middle of an Aliyah, people will say the first Sefer Torah was, kasha, was Pasal. So therefore you can't do it. The other suggestion is because of a Bracha Sheinat Tzricha. If you take out a new Sefer Torah, that will force you to make a new, a new Bracha on it. And it's a bracha that's not necessary, since basically it's one kriya and one aliyah, therefore there's no necessity for the coin gadol. It's not a new ole. The coin gadol is reading everything. So he really shouldn't have to make another bracha. It's not a bracha levatola, but it's a bracha shein tzricha. It's an unnecessary bracha. Because if you would take out a new sefer you would be forced to say another bracha. So the Mordechai understands that these two, these two answers are not mutually exclusive. In other words, it's not that one opinion held one and the other argued and held the other, but rather both are good reasons. In our case, when the Sefer Torah is possible, we don't have to worry about Pagamu Shorishon, because this first Sefer Torah turned out really was Pagam. However, if you will take out another Sefer Torah, you will be forced to make another bracha in the middle of your aliyah, that's a bracha shenetzricha, and therefore it would be better to stop the aliyah and call up a new person uh, in order not to have a bracha shenetzricha. And therefore, if you've read three psukim, stop there, make a bracha chona, take out a new sefer Torah, make a new bracha rishona, have a new, uh, a new, a new ole, and therefore it's not a bracha sheinat tzricha. And, and if you've only read two psukim, read the third pasuk ba'al peh, make a bracha chona, take out a new sefer, and make a bracha rishona. The, that's the Mordechai. The, uh, Ramah doesn't go quite so far, and doesn't allow you to read ba'al peh, but he does say, if you read three psukim, stop right there. If you didn't read three psukim, right, in karo give psukim, you make a stop. And if not, so he agrees with the machaber that what you should do is continue with the new Sefer Torah. But he does prefer that you stop and make the bracha achrona on the Sefer Puzzle. And that goes back to what I mentioned before, that the Ramah, working off the Mordechai, allows one to make the bracha, birchas ha-Torah, sharnasalanu, Torah's MS to make the bracha achron of the Birchas Torah on a Sefer Puzzle, and this Lechaorah goes against what Rav Salvechik Zecher Sadakul Racha suggested in explaining the Machaber, that according to the Machaber, you can read, you can have Kriya from a Sefer Puzzle, but in order to have Birchas Torah, you need a Sefer Torah which has Kedusha Sefer Torah, which is a Sefer Torah Kasha. Okay. In order to discuss this issue, let's take a look at the source for requiring a minion for Kriya Torah. The Mishnah Megillah, Dafchaf Bezun Bez, writes as follows, Ein person al Shema, ein ovrim lufnei teva, or you can't have a shliach tzibor, ein osin eskapeim, you can't have birchos kwanim, ein korim batorah, etc., etc., pachos me'asara. And then the Gemara says, Menahanimili, how do you know that you need ten? So Amar Rabbi Chia Bar Abba Amar Rabbi Yochanan the Amar Kavin Ektashti B'Toch Bnei Yisrael Kol Davar Shevek Dusha Lo Yeh Pachom Me'asara. 
regarding every Devar Shabbatushi in E10. The simple reading of the Mishnah, assuming that all these cases are explained by Niktashim Tochbe Israel, is that Kriya Satora is a Devar Shabbatusha. At first glance, that's not so pushant. And there are some Rishon that understand that Devar Shabbatusha is referring to Ovrim of Neateva, which requires, which, re- which requires, uh, saying Kedusha in Chazar Sashatz. Personal Shema might also have a Kedusha and a, and a Baruchu. Uh, but Kriya per se might need ten for the Takan of Kriya but not because it's a Devar Shabbatusha. And as a matter of fact, we saw in the Rambam, in, uh, Hilchos Tefillah, Parakid Beis, where he brings down the dinim of Kriyas Torah, the Ramam writes, Moshe Rabbeinu Tichem L'Yisrael Shukor B'Torah Barabim, that's in Halacha Aleph, and then in Halacha Gimel, he says, Ein Korn B'Torah B'Tzibor B'Pachos Me'asara. In other words, the main Halacha is that you have to read the Torah Barabim, because the Torah, reading of the Torah, is basically reenacting Nesina Satorah, and the Torah was given to all of Am Yisrael, so therefore it has to be read Berabim, Becholam Harezim Meshubach. And the din of Asara is that ten is the minimum that be, can be considered a Rabim. But basically the halacha is that we have to read Kriyasa Torah in order to reenact Nesinasa Torah, which was given to all of Klai Yisrael. So Ki'ikaron, you should read in front of everybody, like we do by Hakel. However, every time you read a Torah on Shani, Chamishi, and Shabbos, you can't have everybody together. And therefore, the minimum amount is Asara, because Asara is already representative of Am Yisrael. But not because it's a Dabr Shabbat but rather because it, uh, rather because Kriyasa Torah, the, the, the Takan of Kriyasa Torah, was through Kriyasa Torah to have a reenactment of, of Nesina Satorah. The Rambam brings the Salacha down in another context. Not only in Perak Yidbeis, but in Perches as well. In Hilchos Tefillah Perches, the Rambam writes, "V'chein ein omrim kedusha lo korim b'atorim uvarchem lefanel charea lo mnaftir mivim el ba'asara." So here he brings the dinner of Davar Sheva Kedusha, and here he brings not only Kriyas Torah but also Birchas Torah. And what Rav Salvechik suggested was that there really are two different halachas and reasons that we need ten for Kriyas Torah. First of all, we need ten for Kriyas Torah. Because Kriyasa Torah is Kinesinasa, like we mentioned before, and that's in Parakid Beis. But there's another halacha that Kriyasa Torah requires ten, because Kriyasa Torah with Bechosea is a Davar Shabbat Now, that could be, you know, what, what is a Davar Shabbat Davar Shabbat is when we are Makadesh Shemo Barabim. Now, that's certainly done with the Bracha Rishona, where we say Baruchos Hashem HaMavorach. But uh, what Rasavechik wanted to suggest from the Lashem of the Rambam is that the Kriya Torah integrates with the Bircha Satora in order to be a Kiddush of Hashem. That by reading Hashem's Torah, Barabim, that's a way of being Makadesh Shemo. And in this context, he quoted the Pasuk in Echemia, which is one of the sources of Kriya Torah. Vayiftach Ezra es ha-sefer le'enei kol ha'am, vayivarech Ezra es ha-shem ha-lokim right, when he opened up the sefer, then he made the bracha, vayanu kol ha'am, amen, amen, b'mo'al yedehem, vayiktu, vayishtachvu l'asher ha-payim aretza. So the Birch HaSatori here is not simply a Birch HaSamitz, the Birch HaSatori is playing a major role. And 
when Ezra opens up the Sefer, he's Mavarech as Hashem, and as Hashem Elokim Agadol, and the entire people answer, Amen, Amen, Bimal Yedeim, and they bow down, and then Shabbat HaKadosh Baruch So what Nehemiah here is describing regarding the Christian Torah of Ezra is, is a, an act of Kabbalah's Omach Hushamayim and Shevach HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that comes within the context of Kriya Torah. Now, certainly it would be possible to limit the idea of Dabr Shavakdusha to the Baruchu. Baruchu is certainly Dabr Shavakdusha. <coughs> and in fact, we find in Shulchan Arach, in Simon Kuflam and Tesevav, the Mechaber writes, Omer Baruchu Vabrachos Bekol Ram. Vahomram Belachash Toeh. You have to say Baruchu and the Brachos Bekol Ram. And if you say the the brachu and the brachos the lachas you made a mistake. Some say that if you said it lachas, it's ma'akev and you have to repeat the brachos again. And the Ramah adds here, What's the Ramah adding? It seems it seems that the Ramah is adding. That the reason that you have to say Baruch Hu Ram is to say Baruch, is to answer Baruch Hashem Vorach. But the Machaber says it's not only Baruch Hu that has to be Bukol Ram, it's also Hashabach Baru that has to be Bukol Ram. In other words, the Tzibor joins the, the Mavarech not only in the Baruch Hu, which they participate when they answer Baruch Hashem Vorach, but also in the Baruch of Hashabach And therefore it's important, according to the Machaber, that the Hashabach Baru be Bukol Ram as well. So it, it seems that according to the Ramah, this, this idea that brachos are a way of being kadev shem shemayim barabim might only apply to the baruchu. Well, according to the Ramah, it might apply to birchos Torah in general. And that, you know, the Ramah, the, the Machaber fits in with the idea that the Rav wanted to, to develop that the brachos and the kriya somehow integrate into being a complete act of Kiddush Shemo Barabi. Now, this idea might be connected to a very, very interesting diuk in the Rambam, in Echaz Tzir Perak The Rambam writes, Kol echad v'echad min ha-korim poteach sefer Torah umabit l'makom shu korebo. V'achar kach omer baruchu es Hashem ha-mavorach. The Rabbi writes that the Ole opens up the Sefer, he looks at what he wants to read, and he makes the Baruch Hashem Varach V'cholan Ham Onim Baruch Hashem Varach L'Olam Ed. And the entire people answer. V'cholzem Uvarich No Sena Torah. And then he makes the Baruch Hashem Bachabad V'cholamim Baruch Hashem No Sena Torah V'chol Ha'am Onim Amen. And the entire people answer Amen. And the Rav asked, why did the Ram have to answer V'chol Ha'am Onim Amen? I mean, the Rambam writes already in Pilchus Brachos Perak Aleph Halach Yud Gimel, Kol Hashomer Echam Yisrael Mavarich Bracha Mikol Brachos, Afal Bishalos Shava Bracha Kula Mitchila Vat Sofa, Afal Bishenu Chaybol Se Bracha Chayvlo Nos Amen. There's a general halacha that when you hear a bracha, you have to answer Amen. So every time the Rambam mentions a bracha, does he answer that if you heard it, you answer Amen? Apparently, the Rambam over here 
And not only over here, the Rav, the Rav was in the Dayak, it's wherever the Rav writes, that apparently there's a special kiyum in that Anias Amen that goes beyond the general halacha that whenever you hear a bracha, you should answer Amen. And in order to explain uh, what this means, the Rav brought a Gemara in Shvuos, Taflam and Vavam The Gemara writes as follows, Amar Rab Yosib Rab Chanina, Amen Bo Shvua, Bo Kabbalas Dvarim, Bo Ha'amanas Dvarim. Amen, there are three types of Amen. Amen can be a Shvua, and the din of Amen can be a Shvua is uh, based on Halacha in Shvua's Tafchav Tesman Beis. Amar Shmuel, Kol Ha'one Amen Achar Shvua, Kimotzi Shvua Mi Pivdami. Whenever you say Amen after a Shvua, it has a din of Nishba al piatzmo. It's a shvua that you personally made. There are two types of shvuas. There's a shvua vipiacherim, when somebody else is mashpia you and you hear it. But if you answer amin, it's as, as if you yourself took the shvua. And there are differences between mushba al piatzmo and nishba and mushba al piacherim. And what's the raya? Dechsiv va'ama isha amen amen. That regarding the Shvua, which the Asota is Makabel, it says over there, and therefore, by saying Amen, Amen, the woman becomes not a Mushwa Mipiachem, but rather a Mushbas Mipi Atzma. So, Amen Boshvua, if you answer Amen, somebody's Mashpia you, and you answer Amen, it's as if you made the Shvua. That's one halacha. Amen Boshvua, Dixiv, Amen Isha, Amen, Amen. And the Gemara in Laman Vav quotes this, the, 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 the Pasuk that Shmuel quoted on the Avchav Tesman Beis. And then there's another halacha, Amin bo kabbalas dvarim, dechsiv arur asher lo yakim esdivri ha-Torah zot, nasot otam, v'amar kolam amin. And then, Amin bo ha-amaras dvarim, dechsiv ha-yomer yimyaw anavi, amin, ken yase Hashem, yakem Hashem esdvarecha. The question is, what is this, these two halachas of kabbalas dvarim and ha-amaras dvarim? So regarding Ha'amanas uh, Dvarim, that's the, <coughs> excuse me, that's the Chorah the Halacha that we saw, that whenever you hear something that you agree to, then you have to answer Amin. If you hear a bracha, you have to answer Amin. Whether you're Chayv in the bracha or not Chayv in the bracha, you say Amin, Ken Yas, Ken Hashem. That's the Halacha of Amin, Bo, Ha'amanas Dvarim. I say, what you said, you made a Bar Geffen, you're, you're about to drink wine. What you said is true. Ken Yasashem. That's Boha Manas Dvarim. I'm not, not talking about Shitas Rashi right now, but that is a simple understanding of Amin Boha Manas Dvarim. So, what's the middle category of Amin Bo Kabbalas Dvarim? And the example is Arasha Loyakim is Amin, where the Am answered Amin on the brachos and the klalos that were given at Har Grizim and Har Evo. So what what is that? So apparently the Rav suggested, you know, it's going not on the close that that we understood already from Amin Boshvua or Klala by Amar Isha Amin Amin, but it's referring to the Brachos. And it's basically a din that when you answer Amin, it's as if you said a bracha. Just like we said, when you answer Amin, it's as if you said the Shvua by yourself. So too, if you answer Amin, it's as if you said the Bracha itself. The Rambam in Hilchos Brachos, Perek Alf, Lachid Alf, writes, Kol HaShomea Bracham and HaBrachos Mitchlas Vatsofa, Vizkavim Vatsitz Vayidei Chavosot Yatsa. There's a din of Shomea Kaone Vabrachos. You heard the Bracham Mitchlas Vatsofa, you Yotze. Vyafal Pishlo Ana Amin, whether you answer Amin or not, because there's a din of Shomea Kaone. 
וכל העונה אמן אחר המברך, הרי זה כמברך. But if you answer אמן, then it's as if you said the bracha itself. That's אמן בו קבלס דבר. When Am Yisrael stood at Har Grizim and Har Evel, and they were given the brachos of Klolos, when they answered Amen, they were the ones that had to say the bracha. The Levim read it to them, and they answered Amen. And by answering Amen, they were they accepted the bracha, or they accepted the Klolos. So it wasn't the bracha that had nothing to do with them. It was a bracha that they were mechuyavim. And by answering Amen, it's as if they were the mavarchim. So basically, we have three different halachas over here. One halacha is Amen Bo Shvua. It's a Mushma Piyatzmo. A parallel halacha is Amen Bo Kabbalz Devar, which means that when you answer Amen, it's as if you were the Mavarech. And a third din is that when you hear something, you should answer Amen, Bo HaManas Devarim, whether you're Chayv or not. What the Rav wanted to say is that whenever the Raman writes, V'chola Ama Onim Amen, it means it's not the regular halacha of Amin Bo Hamanas Dvarim that when you hear a bracha you answer Amin. But rather it's Amin Bo Kabbalas Dvarim because the bracha is chal not only on the, on the Ole, but it's chal on the entire tzibur and the entire tzibur participates in the bracha. Because the bracha, as we said before, is part of, it integrates with the Kriya and it's part of the Davish Shabbat This understanding would fit very, very well into what the Mechaba writes that the Ola has to say the brachos, the baruchu and the brachos out loud, and if he doesn't say it out loud, either he's toa or maybe even ma'akim and has to repeat the bracha, because the bracha is not only a bracha which he personally has to say, which the am only has to answer amen to, but rather it's a bracha which the, the entire tzibur joins the, the Ola, because by making the bracha, they join the Ola in the Makade Shem Shamayim when they find themselves in the presence of the Sefer Torah. What's interesting is that the Rambam, in that halacha, after saying V'chola Am Onim Amen, then talks about the Bracha Achrona. V'achar Ad Sheyashlim Likros. And the Rambam leaves out Here the Rambam did not say a word. Regarding Asher Bachabadu, the Rambam writes Regarding Asher Asalanu, the Rambam just leaves that out. Now if what we're saying is right in the Rambam, our Duke is right in the Rambam, then the Rambam is distinguishing, contrasting the Bracha Rishona and the Bracha Achrona. Regarding the Bracha Rishona, there the Bracha is Chal the entire Tzibor, and the entire Tzibor has to answer Amin because they have to join the Shliach Tzibor, they have to join the Ola who makes the Bracha and answer Amin to participate in the Bracha because the Bracha of Asher Bracha Banu integrates with the Kriya and it's part of the Kiddush Shem Shamayim which the Am and the Ola participate in because they're in the presence of a Sefer Torah. On the other hand, when discussing the Bracha Achrona, that's a Bracha Achrona that you make at the end of the Kriya, and there the Am doesn't participate, the Am simply has to answer Amen because of the din of Amen, Boham Anastavarim. But there the Ram leaves out the Onim Kola Amen. Regarding the Bracha Achrona, what I'm suggesting is the Mechaber doesn't say that if you say the bracha chorah belachash, to'eh, and it's ma'akev, and you have to repeat, 
that regarding the bracha chora, this din doesn't appear. In other words, it could very well be that one should distinguish between the bracha rishona and the bracha achrona. Regarding the bracha rishona, the bracha rishona is part of the davar shemekedusha. It integrates with the brachu and the kriya, and the din of kriya is not only a kriya that requires asara because kenesinasa to be like parallel a reenactment of Sinai, a reenactment of nesinas the Torah, but it requires asara because the kriya. In Karm B'Torah, Pachas Mi'asor, the Kriya and Berchosea integrate into an act of Kiddush Shem Shemayim Barabim. And therefore, Ein Dabr Shem Akdusha, Pachas Mi'asor. But that might only be regarding the Bracha Lefaneha. The Bracha Lefaneha, the Baruch and the Ashabach Abanu are a Kiddush Shem Shemayim. So, based on what we're saying, one could very, very simply distinguish between the Bracha Rishonah and Bracha Chona, and if so, it would come out that if one had a puzzle Sefer Torah, one started reading the Sefer Torah from a Sefer Torah Kasher, and then found out that the Sefer Torah is puzzle, the it would be legitimate to make the Bracha Achrona, because the Bracha Achrona is simply a Bracha which comes at the end of Kriya Satorah Barabim, but it's not a Bracha which is Chal it's not a part. it's not part of the Devarim Shebekedusha, it's only said regarding Kriya Satorah B'Tzibor, because there is no Takana, of bracha achrona on Talmud Torah, but when you have Kriyas Torah Tzibor, you make a, the Ola makes a bracha achrona, but it's the Ola that makes it as an individual uh, 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 to end his Kriya, but it's not part of the Dvar Meshavikdusha. And if so, it could very, very well be that the bracha rishona requires, <coughs> excuse me, the bracha rishona requires a safer Torah kosher, because it's the bracha rishona that's said on a Sefer Torah, it's part of the Kiddush Shem Shemayim, <coughs> that comes out of the din of covered Sefer Torah. When we're, we're in the presence of a Sefer that has a din of Kiddush Sefer Torah, and therefore the Sefer Torah has to be Shalim. But the Bracha Achrona is when you finish the Kriya Satora, you make a Bracha Achrona as an individual that when you end your act of, of Kriya. So, if so, it could very well be that the Ramah doesn't necessarily have to add I have to argue on the ikaron of the machaber, and he could agree that the baruchu could only be made, made on a sefer Torah which has kedusha sefer Torah. It would be impossible to say baruchu according to Ramah or according to machaber the entire bracha v'ashavachabanu on a sefer Torah that's possible, even though it has a din of kisvei kodesh, since it doesn't have that special din of kedusha sefer Torah and a special din of kavod and of yira that are machayiv to be Makadashim Shemaim when in the presence of a Sefer Torah, therefore Baruchum might be impossible. Nevertheless, the Brachach Achrona of Hashem Asalanu, that the, the Ramah may allow, because that's simply a Brachach Achrona that the, that ends the Kriya of the, of the Ole, but it doesn't integrate into the Devarim Shebekdusha of the Brachach Rishona and the Kriya.